play Side Hug. Side Hugs are short, sweet, and to the point mini episodes where we give you quick advice or workplace hacks to get you what you need, hopefully right when you need it. No matter what kind of hug we're giving you, the goal is always the same. Help us all build our workplace toolkit with a whole lot of empathy without a whole new degree. And I'm excited about this week's because um, this is something I know I struggle with. I think a lot of us struggle with this and it's receiving tough news or critical feedback. And I think every stage of our careers, every stage of our personal lives, we will always be receiving tough news or critical feedback. And I think having a few more tools in our toolkit, in our uh, tool tool belt, as it were, to combat these, I think is going to be super helpful. So Shannon, how do we how do we want to start? Yeah. So the, the first tip that I would offer here for receiving tough news or critical feedback is going back to episode one, the very first one, the episode. original, the, the <laughs> yes. first, the first. Yes, yes, yes. So if this is a topic you want to dive deeper in, highly recommend going back to episode one, where we talk about a book called Thanks, <clears throat> Thanks for the Feedback. And it's literally 300 pages all about how to receive feedback better, because so many books are written on how to give feedback. And this is the only one I've heard of or seen that's about how to receive it. One thing that really resonated with me within that book in particular was a concept that they called the second score and keeping the second score in mind. So whenever we're receiving feedback from people, obviously we're getting the first score, which is like a, you got an A on this project or you got a D minus on this presentation Mm -hmm. you just gave. And in the book, the second score is about giving yourself also a score about how well you receive the feedback. So maybe you get a D minus for the presentation that you just gave, but you can give yourself an A for how well you took in that feedback from the other person based on how curious you were or how many questions you asked or how you stayed open and receptive and didn't start to cry and break down (laughs) in front of them, whatever it might be. Rip up the piece of paper and throw it in their face. (laughs) Yes, all of those things. So keeping the second score in mind when receiving critical feedback. Rami, what's your first tip on this topic? I'm going to also throw back to an episode, which is episode 34, which is emotional agility. I think the thing with receiving tough news or critical feedback is to Shannon's point is that second score is how do you, how do you then react and how do you make sure that people are experiencing you the way that you want to be experienced. So the idea with emotional agility is you're going to have feelings. You need to acknowledge those feelings and you need to, you need to separate yourself from them. Those feelings are fleeting. So if you're going to get tough feedback, if you gave that presentation and your, your manager comes to you and says, Rami, uh, I got to give you a D minus on that presentation <laughs> because I grade everything that you do in this one. I'm giving you a D minus. You're going to have to bring that report card home. I think the big thing is, yes, you are going to feel shocked. You're going to feel hurt. You're going to feel all of these things. The important thing in that moment to show emotional agility is to acknowledge that you're feeling those things and that you separate yourself from those. And you say, look, that's a fleeting feeling. That's not who I am. I'm not perpetually disappointed and I'm not perpetually frustrated. So let me distance myself from that. And then how do I set myself up to actually receive a really positive second score? 
by acknowledging um, my intrinsic why and, and why I'm here and actually react in the way that I would like to in all situations, regardless of the news being positive, negative, or even just middle of the road, right? Like yeah. you're going to react different if you take emotion. You're going to react the same if you take emotion out of it. And so the idea of emotional agility is how do you take the emotion out of it so that you can actually react uh, the same way, whether it's positive, negative, or or middling news um, in a positive way. Yeah, yeah. I love that nugget, especially about like how thinking about how you want them to experience you and being able to be emotionally agile so that whatever emotion you're feeling in the moment isn't totally taking over and will be the thing that they remember you by. And that's, yeah. oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, and it's not that you take emotion completely out of it. It's not that you're like a monotonous human being. Right. Like when a good thing happens, you should be happy. When a bad thing happens, you can be sad or frustrated. I think it's not allowing those emotions to allow you to react in a way that is very different than your your core being and your why. Yeah. And I think that's the big thing with emotional agility is to embrace those, but to not let them overtake you, right? It's not the, I'm so upset, I'm going to rip up this piece of paper and throw it in your face. It's, I'm really upset, I'm acknowledging that I'm upset, and maybe I can't articulate as well as I normally would, but at least I'm not going to react so different than I normally would. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Um, which is a good segue maybe into my or our third tip here, which is to get curious instead of furious. <laughs> Full disclosure, this is something that I heard in a foster care training, actually, <laughs> with like how to deal with children, basically. So when they are naughty or do something bad, we have the tendency sometimes to maybe want to get furious about it when really we should get curious. And I think it was beautiful and we can apply it to ourselves too. So when you feel yourself getting really angry or sad, I'm just like picturing myself honestly like ugly crying (laughs) and receiving (laughs) difficult feedback. Uh, seeing that as an invitation to get curious instead and almost maybe turn it into like a game within yourself or with, with the other person of how many questions can you ask them? How many, how and what questions can you come up with to really make sure that you're able to understand the feedback and stop making it just about like how you're just this terrible, horrible person of a person in that moment, you know? I like this because I think it's the the be like George mindset. Don't be like Dominic Toretto in the eight Fast and the Furious movies. Be more like our friend George, who's always curious. I don't know what, uh, who either of these people are, and I don't think I've curious ever seen George. Curious George, yes, but Fast and the Furious. I've I don't think I've seen any of the Fast and the Furious. Vin Diesel, movies. Dominic Toretto. I don't know who Dominic Toretto is. I would have been able to tell you that Vin Diesel was in these movies. <laughs> Dominic Toretto is the character that Vin Diesel plays in all eight Got of the Fast and Furious movies. Wonderful. But I think it's right. And I think I've used this a few times where someone will give me feedback that I'm not expecting. And I'll say, oh, okay, can you like, can you give me some examples? Can you help me understand yes. like where this is coming from? Like, is it one specific incident? Is it multiple incidents? I think just trying to break it down and having them explain it to you. Because if someone's giving you critical or tough feedback... There, there has to be more than, hopefully, more than one example of how that thing has come to fruition that they're having a conversation with you. So getting curious, I think, 
like our our friend George yes. is the right approach here. I can picture that. Yeah. And by getting curious or getting curious about the thing that you did, not about the person that you are, you know, because yes. I think it's like making it about the person that you are is when the furious or the heavy emotions start to come up. And when we can practice curiosity about the thing that we did or the thing that just happened and what great might look like instead or something like that, the easier it is to dial back some of our emotionality because we're able to see it as the doing instead of the like, well, I'm just this terrible human being. <laughs> yes, I think that's the the separation that comes back to the emotional agility is like, how do you yeah. separate that feeling that you have and know that that's, that's not intrinsically who you are? Yeah. Our last piece of advice here is really preparing for when that feedback could come. I think a lot of times we'll go into things like uh, an annual review or or a meeting with a, a senior leader and expect it to all just be sunshine and roses. And I think we have to be realistic in those moments that there there should be some feedback, right? Yes. Like there, for us to get better and for us to do better, we have to assume that there will be feedback in those situations. And I think just level setting that internal expectation helps us receive it a lot better, right? If I'm going into something and it's called, we're going to praise Rami for the next hour <laughs> and, and that's what happens. Great. But if I go into something that's called an annual review and I expect it to be, let's praise Rami for the next hour and it's not, well, I'm going to take that feedback much worse. Yeah. And so, so the advice here is really like in those situations where you're meeting with your leader or you have an annual review or you have something or it, whatever it is, is how do you, how do you level set your expectation and, and assume that there could be negative feedback? And if there isn't great, but if there is, at least you've put yourself in the mindset to, to think about your second score, to think about your emotional agility, think about getting curious instead of furious, like having that tool belt on with those three things on there and say, okay, I'm ready for this. Yes. And if it does come, here's the tools that I'm going to use to approach it. Because the worst thing is getting into that situation, not expecting it, and then forgetting all of our tools. Yeah. We left them all in the toolbox at our desk. We... Um, are now in that situation we're just getting furious yeah we're, and just... we're totally ill-equipped exactly yeah what's coming to mind here is uh like visualization that, that i'll do with clients sometimes who have really challenging relationships to feedback to have them personify feedback like Ooh. if feedback was a person who are they to you and oftentimes what comes up is are the words like frenemy or some character from Mean Girls. I yeah. haven't watched Mean Girls in forever, so I couldn't tell you what character it is. And Regina I George, I think, is the character. Regina George. Yes, that sounds right. So then how do we shift your relationship to feedback in and of itself so that you don't walk around with this like sunshine and roses all the time? And instead of seeing feedback as like a freaking sniper coming to get mm -hmm. you on the street, you can see feedback as like, oh, this is a stranger that I'm meeting at the coffee shop for the first time. Hi, how are you? Like, I want to get to know you better to make sure that I understand so I can incorporate your beautiful humanness into my beautiful humanness, you know? Like, so how do we yeah. personify it and then help yourself shift into a different way of being in relationship to feedback so it's not going to freaking, like, take you out when you least expect it? I like that. I think um, starting to acknowledge what feedback looks like to you. Mm -hmm. 
humanizing it and then starting to shift that relationship, I think is really important work that you can do outside of all of this. It doesn't even yeah. have to be in a situation where you're getting feedback or you're preparing to get feedback. It's more of a how what's my mindset around feedback? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I love that. Okay. So in terms of receiving tough news or critical feedback, our advice is think about that second score. Go back, listen to episode one. Think about how you're going to react in that situation because that is also the lasting impact of the situation, right? Because your your leader may come to you and say, look, Shannon, you did a D minus, but you took it really well. And I really appreciate that. And that shows a lot of growth and a lot of maturity from you. Yep. And so I don't even care that you got a D minus because we're going to figure out how to move past this. Yep. But if it's like you got a D minus and then you acted like a small child and you ripped up paper and threw it in my face, <laughs> like now I'm even more frustrated, right? Because not only did you do a terrible job, but you also reacted terribly. Yep. So I think focus on that second score. The second tool in that belt is emotional agility, episode 34. And it's how do you have your feelings? How do you acknowledge your feelings? And how do you separate yourself from them so that you can react the way that you would in a in a non-emotional situation? So I think that's the second piece. And, and thinking about how do you want people to experience you? The third piece is be like our friend George, get curious mm -hmm. instead of our friend Dominic Toretto. <laughs> And being furious. <laughs> and the the next piece is preparing for feedback when it could come. So setting yourself up and, and level setting your own internal expectations. Yep. And then that final piece is how do we humanize our relationship with feedback? How do we put a face on it? Whether right now it's Regina George and soon it's going to be that friendly stranger at the coffee shop. Mm -hmm. But how do we how do we prepare ourselves for it in that way? Yeah. So with that, we'd love to connect with you over on Instagram at Workplace Hugs and hear your perspective on tips or tactics or hacks that you have to help yourself receive critical feedback really well so we can all keep expanding that toolkit. With that, I've been Shannon. And I've been Rami. And this has been Workplace Hugs. <laughs>